Hey, it's time for us to do a new podcast. Uh, you know what? It's Sunday afternoon and, you know, football's on. I don't feel like it. You brat. Me a brat? You're a brat. Well, I'm allowed to be a brat. I'm a girl. I'm cute. Brat. <laughs> Live from the mysterious mist-enshrouded mountaintop headquarters of X and Y Communications, it's X and Y on the Fly with your hosts, Scott McKay and Emily Grillo. What is up, everybody? It's another edition of X and Y on the Fly. This is episode number 15. My name is Scott McKay. I'm your host, and with me is the lovely and talented Emily Grillo. Hello, everyone. And you know what? We're going to have an interesting podcast, as always, today. And I say that every time, don't I? Have we ever had an uninteresting podcast? Not yet. I don't know. Maybe that's debatable, but I hope not. Anyway, today is going to be extra special. Today we're going to call this the Bratcast. And we're going to talk about something that is always kind of skirted around in the world of dating relationships. (laughs) Pun intended. But never really addressed. And we're going to talk about brattiness. Bratty attitudes. Yeah, I mean, some guys would say they just love women with bratty attitudes, and other guys say, you know what, I just can't handle it. Women, I don't know if women like guys who are brats or not, but it seems to me that if someone's just a little bratty and they can handle a joke, then maybe they'll, they're, they're kind of, sort of, a little bit the kind of person people want to date. Yeah, yeah, that makes them interesting. Well, I think maybe girls who are a little bratty are a lot of fun. Yeah, they can be. Now, it's especially fun if a girl's a little bratty to treat her like a brat and have her joke right back at you and kind of bat- banter back and forth about being a brat. Like the brother-sister thing? Oh, yeah. Treating her like your bratty little sister. <laughs> That's one of, the oldest dating, one of the oldest dating tips in the book. You know, if you just treat a woman like she's your bratty little sister, then you're going to, you're going to make her attracted to you. Is there anything to that? Yeah, there is. You're just playing fun and relaxing and just having a great time doing that. Well, you're talking about relaxing. Maybe it's because the guy feels confident enough just to talk to a woman or, you know, anyone for that matter, anyone he's friends with. Even guys can kind of treat each other like brats. You know, not nothing that's going to result in dating or anything, hopefully. <laughs> but, like, when, it, when, a, when you just playfully banter with someone, that's a lot of fun, especially if the person has enough of a self-esteem that they can come back with it. So I think sometimes, you know, if you treat a woman who's used to having guys kiss up to her and go, oh, my gosh, you're so beautiful, or maybe guys even being incredibly, you know, kind of scared of her, in awe of her, so that they won't even approach her. They'll have that classic approach anxiety. For for a guy to walk up to a woman and just kind of tease her like that and call her a brat and, and accuse her of being bratty when she's probably a little bit spoiled because she's a, she's an attractive woman anyway and used to that kind of attention from guys – I think it kind of catches her off guard. Oh, it does. It does. Because most men are petrified of us, and they come up, and they're all stepping all over their words. And it's fun to have somebody tease you and play with you a little. Yeah. Well, I mean... It makes you interesting. But it makes you interesting? being it makes doing the teasing? men interesting. Oh, really? How so? Well, you're not dull and boring. So, anything fun. I mean, obviously, you don't want to insult no. these bratty, bratty women. Yeah, There's okay. a difference between insults and being a little playful. Well, let me tell you what. I think we're going to have a good time talking about bratty behavior today. 
and the good kind of bratty behavior and some kind of things that are sort of bratty-ish that especially in a long-term relationship can kind of destroy uh, yeah, it. Destroy. I was going to say wear on it after a while, but destroy it is probably a better way to put it. But you know what? What's that? I'd like to start off this show by telling everybody about something exciting that happened this week. Oh, that's right. That phone call you got. That was hilarious. Oh, yeah. On Thursday morning, I got a call from a fellow podcaster named The Dean. And his show is called The Pussy Whip Show with two Zs. Careful, your parents are listening to this. Well, they'll, they'll get over it. Anyway, uh, we are indeed a PG-13 show, as you know. This is not a PG-13 show. This is more like a double R show. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> but it's one of my guilty pleasures, actually. I've been listening to this show for months, and I just really enjoy the Dean, and I enjoy the Pussy Whip Show a lot. Um it's a show that's designed to help guys improve their skills with women. And I have to say, the dean is usually right on with the things he says. He says it a little more colorfully than I do. But that's all good because I really, really enjoy listening to it. I think actually men and women who listen to the show will, will both find it hilarious. I'll be at the gym listening to this show and I'll be just laughing. And people will be looking at me like, you know, what's wrong with this guy? But I mean, I just can't contain it. It's hilarious. And he's on something called the OSG Network which is also a URL where you can find the show. And I'm pleased to say that the dean was cool enough. We made friends immediately. And uh, the dean was cool enough to add me and Emily and X and Y on the fly to the OSG network. So it's www.osgnetwork.com. And uh, not only did he give me a call, he invited me to be a guest on his show, and we recorded it right then and there. So oh, no, I listened to it. It was cute. Very funny. <laughs> Cute, huh? Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure the dean would be happy to hear his show's all cute. I enjoyed it. Oh yeah. Like I said, men and women alike and enjoy it. We had a we had a blast. We had a hilarious conversation. We talked about ways that uh guys blow first dates, which was a lot of fun. Talked about the uh program for guys who are shorter than average, which was cool, because Dean and I are both shorter than average, as I found out. But like I said, we made friends uh made friends immediately and the show is great and we're gonna be working together some in the future, so I just thought it was really cool to have a fellow podcaster who is actually someone I listen to call us up and say, hey, I'm a big fan of the show. I listen. Hey, we ought to work together. And it just worked out great. Yeah, it was very nice. And, uh, you know, we continue in general to be amazed by the number of you who are listening to us. We just If you're listening to us in Antarctica, you know, tell me. Because then we'll have all seven continents covered. And if you know someone in Antarctica, just have them download an episode. <laughs> they don't even have to listen to it. Just have them download an episode of X, Y, on the Fly from Podcast Alley or iTunes or Odeo or somewhere and, and tell us that they did it. And so that way I can legally say it. Because I would love – you know what? I think I'm going to fly to Antarctica. <laughs> Go for it. Hey, you know what? We could be like that. Maybe we should have our honeymoon in Antarctica like that commercial. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Just an island a little bit further south, honey, and then we could download our podcast from Antarctica. Well, maybe not. But anyway, we appreciate all of you listening to us. Um, this podcast continues to grow. I've actually put what they call a chiclet on DeserveWhatYouWant.com that shows how many new subscribers we have every day from FeedBurner. And it's usually in the 60s or 70s right now. Every day, new subscribers joining. It's amazing. So... Um, Check that out. If you've never been to DeserveWhatYouWant.com, be sure to sign up for our newsletter because everything we talk about here either has a newsletter that precedes it or follows it just about every time, right? Yeah, Emily? you don't want to miss out on it. It's really full of good information. Absolutely. So we are now on AWeber, which is an automated newsletter service. So if you have been receiving our newsletter, 
and did not get the message in your email box to please opt in to AWeber, go ahead and fish that one up. Look in your spam box for it and make sure you're still on our newsletter list because we did migrate it this week. Oh, yes, and it's very super easy. When you get the email, just click on the link, you're done. Yeah, that's I mean, it. if that's too much work for you, you're probably a brat. <laughs> it took me, what, a day or two to do mine. Oh, yeah, well, that's true. And I'm thinking, okay, it's going to take me a few moments to do this, and i get back to it later. And when I pulled up my email and clicked, like you said, just click on this link, and I'm thinking, that's it? Yeah, it's shamelessly easy. It I mean, you know. Didn't it, require any work at all. Yeah. So, Two yeah, seconds. I, I'm not yeah. sure what's brattier behavior, refusing to open up the email and click the link back to our newsletter or me sitting here and harping on it. Oh, my guilty pleasure. What? Your guilty pleasure is Part of just delaying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, just, just putting everything in a state of suspense. Now, that's pretty bratty behavior. Do women do that to guys to be bratty? Guys do that to women. Well, give me an example of exactly what you mean. Being late to a date. On purpose. I don't know if it's on purpose or not, but still late's late. Well, that's bad bratty behavior. Yeah, that's bad. Well, let's define brat. Okay. I, you know what? I did not look up brat in dictionary.com. I would imagine it's anything that would be... Spoiled. Yeah. If if you're you know spoiled and brat go together. Inconsiderate. Hey, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna pause this podcast and I'm gonna look it up on dictionary.com because I think this will add to the conversation. You ready? Okay. Ready. All right. We'll be right back, everybody. Okay, we're back. We're on dictionary.com and here we go. Ready? Ready. A manner of German sausage. No, that's not it. <laughs> that's that's short for bratwurst. Anyway, here, here's a better description. Brat. And it's funny, it's one of those words that it just is what it is because the pronunciation is B-R-A-T. You know, it's, not, it's not one of those dolls from the store? Oh, well, let's get to those later. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Um, remind me to bring those up. All right. I think that's – I'm going to get on, on a rant and a soapbox <laughs> about we corrupting about our children. No, you know what? Let's hit that right now. Okay. Why in the world would a toy company make little dolls for little children and call them brats? Do As, you really want to teach your kids to be brats? I just think that sends all the wrong messages. I mean, okay, now... Even your little girl wanted one. No, she got over it because she's not that bratty. No, she's not. She's she, a sweetheart. She'd like, ha she'd like to have my little ponies uh -huh. instead of my little brats. Yeah, but all the little girls want little brat dolls. <sighs> Name them anything but brats. I mean, even if they do look like brats, which they do, those little dolls. You know, there's just no way. My kid's not getting brat dolls. Anyway, onward. Brat, a child... Especially an annoying, spoiled, or impolite child, usually used in contempt or irritation. Well, now we're going to have to look up contempt. <laughs> no. But, like, uh, using contempt or irritation. So, in other words, if someone's getting on your nerves because they have bad manners or they're just annoying bad behavior. or spoiled, like it says here, bradish would be the adjective. And then we've got. Would that be the same as a temper tantrum? Yeah, that would be a bratty thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's bad behavior on the part of a man of or a woman. I do that. Well, men too. Oh, yes, they have, haven't they? Men and women can both throw temper tantrums at each other. Guys, if you're throwing temper tantrums at a woman, do not expect to keep her. No, it, no it's so unattractive. Oh, that would be the most. And, you know, I've seen it happen. Have you ever seen it happen in public? Have you ever seen a guy throw a temper tantrum? Oh, yeah. Now, now, what kind of guy throws a temper tantrum? I've seen it happen, but, I mean, is there a way that... We can characterize this guy? Uh, be one who blows his temper. Right. Um, one that's extremely inconsiderate of his lady. Just has no respect. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's it, it typically is those guys who have everything they want all the time. One who decides to completely shut shut his girlfriend or wife down and just leave the room and ignore her for a number of days or hours or whatever. Yeah, that's throwing a temper tantrum. That's bratty. Oh, completely. But I think the kind of guy that does this is the kind of guy who just gets what he gets his way all the time. Maybe he was raised by parents who said, "Oh, little Johnny, we'll just give you whatever you want." You know, kind of like uh, Veruca Salt in, in the in the Willy Wonka movie. Oh, yeah, goodness gracious. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're raised like that, and here, you know, this is a message for parents. You know, if you're raised like that, where you're 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 bred to be spoiled, you're going to be a spoiled brat. In, in your relationships with the opposite gender when you're older. And if you're raising children like this, you're going to raise them to have miserable marriage marriages or miserable relationships. Well, I mean, spoiled brat guys do not keep women. They're unattractive in their behavior. Well, it's not masculine. No, it is not masculine at all. And even women who, who do this spoiled brat thing, I don't care how beautiful the woman is. It's going to choke the relationship. Even if the guy is needy, and has such low self-esteem that he, he wouldn't dare ever break up with this woman because he just can't imagine himself getting such another pretty girl. He's going to have a miserable life if this woman is just that hard to handle and that contentious and, and just being an irritating brand of brat. Would that be the same if I would go, Scott, where are you going? Scott, don't leave. Stay with me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, on the on the uh, on the show this week with the dean, he was he was he was making reference to women being very demanding of their husbands, and and he was like, Scott, don't leave. Scott, where are you going? Scott, where are you hanging out? And I said right back to him, I said, Wow, you know, you were saying all those things as if you were a woman, and it it was kind of scary because you know, given given my relationship with Emily, I haven't heard any of that in so long. That you're really creeping me out, and that was one of the funniest <laughs> parts of that podcast interview. But oh yeah, that would be definitely bratty. Wanting your way all the time, or else you're going to throw a tantrum. I mean, well, why wouldn't us women want our way? Well, I mean, there's got to be <laughs> some manner of give and take in a relationship. And if you're spoiled, meaning I want, I'm used to getting what my I want. My way all or the, the highway. My way or the highway. Now that's controlling. What's the difference between being controlling and being spoiled? There is no difference. There isn't any difference between being a controlling jerk and being a spoiled brat. No, there's not. Because they're both manipulative manners. If you're wanting your way and you're going to throw a temper tantrum or be spoiled about it, you're manipulating the situation to get what you want. That's really no different. That's funny because you kind of think of someone who is controlling as coming from a position of strength, whereas someone who is a spoiled brat coming from a position of weakness. Do you know what I mean by that? They're both weak. <laughs> no, they're both pretty weak. But I, I, I don't know. I would think that there's a little bit of a difference. Well, controlling can, in, in a negative context is a bad thing. Control in At a... any time. Well, you can I, take control of a situation that. and get something accomplished. Well, the leadership, we've already talked about in a previous podcast, the difference between leadership and being a controlling jerk. Okay. I, I, we know all about right. that. Right. We're talking about controlling jerks. Controlling jerks the versus spoiled brats. Yes. I think a spoiled brat tries to manipulate from a position of of weakness. In other words, you have to help me. You have to give me what I want. I'm helpless, and if I don't get what I need, I'm just going to die, and you're going to have to give it to me now. It is manipulative. Right. It's like, if you don't do this, I'm going to throw a tantrum. It's a tool. It's a tool. You know, it... it I think I, I would say uh, uh, the bratty behavior 
you know, that what we're talking about here, the spoiled behavior, is not coming from the one who's leading the relationship. If someone can say to themselves, all right, look, if I, if I say to my partner, if I don't get my way, I'm going to make things difficult for everybody, then the person with more maturity, and I think that's another key word, is going to go, oh, good gravy, we don't do that, we don't want that, just give him or her what he or she wants. Whereas, if someone's a controlling jerk, it's more the my way or the highway like you're talking about. It's like, get in the car, we're going right now. Well, yeah, but I'm like deathly ill. No, you get in the car right now, or I'm going to leave you, I'm going to divorce you. Okay, they do come from two different directions, but the end result's the same. The end result is the same. I think the subtle difference there is like is, is the difference between being the controller and being the one who manipulates because he or she knows that the other person is in control and it's kind of like making a power struggle out of it. I was just thinking that. Right? Absolutely. That is really, really bratty. I, I think, you know, that, that pretty much sums up the whole concept of brattiness. What are some signs of bad brattiness? Bad brattiness. Let's start with the first one I mentioned earlier. Being late to everything. Being late to everything. You know, just that's just Being like... Being inconsiderate of someone else's time in any way, shape, or form. Just trying to manipulate them just because you, you can. Right. Flakiness, saying you're going to do something and, and not, not doing, doing it. it. Failing to follow through with what you say you're going to do. The phone is another perfect example. And I've seen girls do this. The phone rings. Oh, it's, you know, so-and-so. I won't answer it. Just let's let them grovel a little bit. Or let's say you're with a guy and the phone rings and she answers it and talks to to whoever it is. Man, woman, child, family, acquaintance. <laughs> doesn't matter who it is. Might, yeah. I mean, that's just bratty. You that's know. just rude. I think another very bratty thing to do is have the double standard of I am not going to accept or tolerate any of this behavior out of you, yet I'm going to do it all the time. Oh, yeah. Because I can get away with it. Absolutely. You and know. this is common. It's a one-way street. Bad brattiness, arrogance is bad brattiness. Thinking that you know that's that's arrogant. What I just described, I can get away with something because I'm better than you, and I'm never going to let you get away with it because you I'm don't cute. have. I'm the woman. Oh, you, you, can, <laughs> you can deal with it. <laughs> well, you know, we've talked about women not wanting to date guys who are prettier than they are. I think because I think part of that is because women won't tolerate the bratty behavior from someone who's supposed to be masculine. If a guy feels like he's in. He's got the upper hand in all of that. And then the women, women are not going to tolerate that. What do you think? I'd have to agree. So we have that arrogance. We have that kind of manipulation from weakness. Crying. crying. Some women cry to get their way. Oh, oh the so guys bratty. can't stand to see a woman cry. They're like, oh, you can have what you want. Well, you know, that's the definition. I mean, a key definition was a child who is irritating or troublesome. You know, one of these said a problem child. We didn't read all of these. We got that. We got kind of got the idea across. But you know, if a kid starts crying, you know, we talked about the temper tantrum. But you know that again, it comes to the controlling from a position of weakness. Women, yes, they will start crying to get their way out of the guy, knowing the guy has it handled. And guys, you know, having it handled doesn't mean you give her what she wait, wants. Wait, wait, he may not have it handled. Well, no, he may not, but she was hoping he does. In other words, but I'm trying to say here, guys don't have to be manipulated by a woman crying. It's incredibly difficult not to. But if you have a woman who cries to get her away from a guy, and the guy has a weakness for that, 
and she knows that it will accomplish what she wants, it'll get the end result she wants, is she going to cry more often or less often? More often. You cry as often as you want. It's no different than the whole definition. You know, a, a spoiled child. Now, you know, a lot of women out there are going to take that as, oh my gosh, that is, you know, saying that we're a bunch of children. I'm saying that if you cry, it's okay to be emotional. I understand there's there's valid reasons to be emotional. But if a man or a woman is crying... I didn't get the car I want. How could you? Right, exactly. Then that's manipulative. And guys, let me tell you, don't take it. From the beginning of the relationship, you do not have to be manipulated by a woman who's crying. And I, now, know, I know how it makes a guy feel in his heart. Now, he may have hurt her feelings genuinely. Well, no, that's a completely different ballgame. If you're going around making women cry, guys, then you're being a brat. You're being obnoxious. That's just being a jerk. That's the IJ material there. Going around making women cry is is jerk material. Oh, yes. So, you know, your mileage may vary in all of this. It's it's kind of a judgment call, and you kind of had to be kicked around the block a few times and know what card is being played here. But, guys, if women start crying when they don't get their way, you have got to, in the very early stages of the relationship, set the standard. You're not going to take it. And, it, man, it is. It's really hard because women can be really good at that. Just like little children can be really, really good at that. And just like a parent has to start early, the relationship has to start early with, you know, what are the standards here? If this woman has a propensity for crying to try to get her way. Maybe that's a red flag that a guy shouldn't stick around anyway. Or maybe that's a red flag that he's, she's not getting her way at all and she's using a desperate move to, to figure something out. I would say that's a very, very rare thing. I don't. I disagree. Really? I disagree. Tell me about it. Well, just like men and women, we're all created the same. Some people are just downright selfish from either gender. Well, no. Are we we going back to talking about a man has mistreated a woman, making her cry? Well, a man who's mistreated a woman to where everything is his way, his way, his way, to where she just feels pinned to have to do something to make it happen. Okay, well, I would would put that under the heading of the guy made her cry. If he's just exasperated a woman so that she feels incredibly trapped and controlled and manipulated and just can't take it anymore and, and... Busts out crying. That's very different than crying or trying to get her way. Because he is that way. The only way she can get her way at all is using this tactic. Well, that's just ugly. That's, that's just a get, bad that, relationship. That's, you know what? That's beyond the scope of a podcast. Those guys. I mean, you need just counseling. <laughs> you need people with a paper on the wall if that's happening in your relationship. I think that happens a lot, quite often, though. So, a, if you're if you're finding yourself in a power struggle, right. you might find yourself in this type of circle. So break it down for me. How does this typically go? Well, it could be both parties are both trying to get their way consistently all the time. So it's a battle. And so they're playing these power struggles on a regular basis, especially couples who argue and fight on a regular basis. Wow. And? Don't you agree? That it's a power struggle or that she's a brat? (laughs) (laughs) Or that he may be dealing with two bratty parties. Yeah, if you've got two bratty parties, then, man, that's just the marriage made in hell, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and we've both seen couples like this in our in our lifetime. And you know what? It comes back down to just about everything we talk about around here, which is deserving what you want. If you are a brat, then you don't deserve someone who is not a brat. Therefore, a bunch of brats get together. You kill the bratty behavior from the bad perspective in your life, and you're more likely to find someone who is going to be 
more reasonable to deal with. You know, I had a friend a long time ago tell me, or she said, what was that expression about, uh, was it when you make love and, or you, when you fight and then you make love? Oh, it's, it's, it's more fun to make up. Yeah. It's more fun make to... Make up sex. Yeah, make up sex is better because, so, you know, when you're fighting, you know, every couple should fight every once in a while because the sex is better when you make up. And I, that concept just be, just blows my mind because I can't, con- I cannot you can't conceive. understand <laughs> it, conceive it. <laughs> Made some fertility medication if you can't conceive of that one. That's right. right. So I don't understand that, but it, obviously people are like that out, in the, out there because this is what I've been told. What a bunch of brats. <laughs> they, they love to argue because, you know, the makeup sex is just great. I'm thinking, okay, well, then maybe that's a good segue into talking about good kinds of bratty behavior. Okay. You know, there's one of my favorite websites is by a British guy called Mill Millington. And it's things my girlfriend and I have argued about.com. Huge URL, but well worth doing all the typing. And the whole premise is this guy and his girlfriend in real life are both very, very much into debating each other constantly. They're not happy unless they're arguing. And they're, they're both people who naturally really like to argue. And it's funny because the more you read of it's, – it's kind of like – it's older than the concept of blogging, this site. But it's kind of like a blog, like a running thought stream of everything they've ever done that, that – cause them to get into a quote-unquote argument. And it starts off with, like, you know, the little spots on the mirror after you brush your teeth, one line. And by the time you scroll down this page, which would probably be about half a mile long if you printed it out, it's, like, full paragraphs with links and, like, pictures and graphics. It's it's hilarious. It's the funniest website I've ever seen. But you, the more you read on this website, the more you realize these two adore each other, and they're perfect for each other. And they're actually a happier couple than most people who don't argue because they found someone who is their soulmate. So, I mean, they're both very bratty. It's hilarious. But you talk about people who like to contend with each other, like to get into little battles so that they can make up and they can have sex. I guess in the right context, like what I just described, that would be good brattiness. But more often than not, it's not. I agree. I think if you're going back and forth, you know, if you have that kind of roller coaster going on in your relationship, it's going to ultimately lead to something not so good. And how unpeaceful that is. I enjoy having the peace with you. If every day is just a blissful moment. Oh, I know. It's just wine and roses all the time, and you know, everybody else is vomiting after. <laughs> we give them a toothache. Yeah, well. So <laughs> sweet. We're the ones doing the podcast on dating relationships, so I guess it's. Darn Skippy, a good thing we do get along. The point is, that's the relationship everyone should be seeking, is a peaceful one. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. Not everybody's me and you. Some people want to argue. Like, I want to argue right now. Oh, we can argue. (laughs) We can disagree (laughs) and talk and discuss, but it's not going to be... It's not not an argument. It doesn't ruffle our feathers. Yes, right. So... You know, I think if couples are interested in finding someone who's their soulmate, you know, they can go for it, whatever that means. To me, bratty behavior that's good is someone who teases and likes to be teased, won't put up with anything from everyone else, but or, or especially the spouse or their, their, their mate, their boyfriend, girlfriend, guy or girl. It's fun to kind of tease each other, never insulting. Insulting is where you cross the line to becoming an, an idiot jerk, you know, or the female equivalent. 
But if you're just teasing each other and, you know, like... Being playful and laughing. Like, one of your favorite things to do to me that's bratty in a good way is, like, last night we were getting ready to go out and sing karaoke, and I just got out of the shower, combed my hair up, and you come up behind me while I'm making one last pass email and just mess up my hair. I wasn't messing it up. I was touching it. Uh, would you do that, though? Um, I, you, I love I beg to differ. Hair. But, it's so cute. Like, you just did it right oh, now. Oh, well, you know, again, we're making the podcast audience vomit. But the point being is, you know, you know it's something that's going to mildly irritate me, yet it has an undertone of affection. So it's bratty as I'll get out to do it. But, oh, yeah. But I straight up would miss it if it stopped. Oh, yeah, you just... You know, playfulness in the kitchen. Like, you know, if I turn down the radio, you'll come over and turn it back up to where it was and just start giggling. Just you know, <laughs> like, it, it's just, I love that. It's, it's just an attention-getting device. And that, I think that's good brattiness. And, of course, you call each other a brat, and you end up whacking each other on the tail and making out passionately. And it kind of has the same end-up result as, you know, the fight and the makeup sex afterwards. Right. But, you know, being bratty in a playful sense is not a bad thing. And you know what? I think I can sum it up. You ready for this? Go for it. I think if it's affectionate toward the other person versus being selfish about getting your own ways, that is the dividing line between good brattiness and, self- and selfish bad brattiness. That's a very good description. You would add anything to that? Well, I would say anything that would draw affection – Mild irritations. Teasing. That would cause both parties to laugh. Yes. Anything that, that, that adds spice and fun to life, even if you're mildly bratty and irritating about it, if it's meant to enrich things and it's meant to show affection towards another person. And guys, women can, can tell the difference. That's why when you go up and you meet a woman for the first time, if you, if you kind of acknowledge her bratty behavior a little bit or do something that's sort of teasing and fun and you're smiling, women will pick up on that and say, hey, this is a fun, interesting guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was telling you this the other day. I said there was one guy who kept trying to do that with me, but he wasn't being teasing and playful. He was just being downright insulting. Oh, yeah. You know, and constantly I've heard that, saying, too. Oh, you're acting like a blonde and you're this, you know, he was constantly attacking. You know, the first comment was cute and funny. The second time was like, eh. You know, when they harp but, on the same thing as if they really mean it. doing it over and over yeah. where he's a broken record. It got to the point, hey, you're just downright insulting my intelligence. Yeah, like, you know, if you're, a difference between teasing a woman and insulting her on a first date would be, for example, you know, let's say her, she's got a beautiful dress on. Are you sure those aren't blonde roots? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you say something to, like, you know, if, if a woman says something and messes it up or, or does something kind of ditzy and you say, I think you got blonde roots... If she's if she's brunette, I would think that's kind of borderline, but I think that's still kind of on the teasing side. Yeah, that, and that's okay. If you but say to a it woman, was "Hey, consistent," well, like, yeah, it got to harping. the point where it was just okay. This is this is insulting. Yeah, like on the other hand, if what I am saying to a woman sounds more like a soundtrack of an MTV episode of Yo Mama, then I think you probably are going over the line. Oh, by far, yes. So. Let's wrap this up. Anything else that's good bratty behavior? or that's, that's such a general way to put it. I think that about covers it. I think we covered it very thoroughly. You know, I, I would say a woman who is a little fussy about how she looks okay. is, is sort of bratty, but I think guys appreciate it. Yeah, it's okay. It, you know, kind of being high maintenance a bit is bratty. Yeah, but if a guy really likes women looking great, then he appreciates it. Right. Even if she's a little bratty about it. Right. And, you know, I think the, the metrosexual concept would be the mirror image of that for a guy. 
remember the one time I was getting all dressed up and it took me forever to do so and you just thought that was cute. No, it is cute. But I think I did make some, some reference to you being a brat. Probably. Probably, more likely. So I think, you know, that that's another example. Anything else? Good bratty behavior. Good bratty behavior. I can't think of anything other than tickling me. Yeah, that's bratty. Well, that's me coming up and, and doing things that are mildly irritating. Right, and then telling but, you to stop and you don't stop. Well, no, I, I do stop. I don't like... I like it when you don't of... stop. <laughs> that's a different podcast. Anyway... Other things, I think, you know, women kind of start pouting just a little bit, but it's all in fun. I think there's a little 10% margin of the pouting and... I like doing that, especially when I want trying, something. Trying to get their way a little bit. As long as you know the woman isn't selfish and she's just being playful. That's another good way to be sort of bratty. Can I please have this? Right, exactly. I mean, that's kind of endearing and cute. Anything that comes off as cute is still good bratty behavior. When it's just downright irritating, that's when you're fitting the dictionary definition of bratty behavior, bad bratty behavior. Right. So here endeth this podcast, episode number 15. Once again, we thank you for visiting us again this week. We are, I just can't believe how many people listen to this. People calling us out of the blue, other podcasters. I had another call this week from someone out on the West Coast who um, I'd actually heard of before, um, who's also in the dating and relationship arena. I thought that was amazing to get that phone call. It's just amazing to, to find out who's listening and how many people are listening. Visit us at www.deservewhatyouwant.com. Sign up for the newsletter. We've made even more changes to the website to improve it for you. You can now click right on a tickerized uh, deal that we have on the website that you can get to any episode of X and Y on the fly very, very quickly. Another thing that you've noticed this week is the sound quality has improved. We're always interested in improving this podcast, and we have done so this week, and we hope you all appreciate it. Be sure to email us and be sure to vote for us on Podcast Alley, Odeo, or Podcast Pickle. And please write an iTunes review of us. We read every one of them, and that helps our rankings, and it helps us bring better podcasts to you. And if you have a topic that you want discussed or have a question, email us, let us know, or if you'd like to be a guest. Email us and let us go. Let us know. Email us and then let us go, please, because we're email brats. Email us and let us know. Because <laughs> we're <laughs> let it snow in San Antonio. Um, we're total brats. We know it. So uh, what's your email address, Emily? It's emily at? Date2order.com. D-A-T-E-T-O-O-R-D-E-R. And mine is Scott, Scott at? DateToOrder.com. There you go. So thanks again for listening, everybody. We'll be back at you on our Sweet 16 episode. Till then, Til be then, good. Be good. Hey, you know, it's not quite dark yet. Let's go out and ride our bikes for a while. Mm.